Hi guys, it's Lucy Nicole. Welcome to To Be Continued, a podcast series where we look into the history of Netflix and some of their content. In this episode, we'll be discussing what makes a good or bad Netflix original. Lucy, do you want to start us off? Yeah, so I have what makes a good Netflix original. And the first one that I have that I think it has to be pretty important is memorable characters. So I think that, um, you know, characters have to be um you know interesting enough and they have to have weaknesses and strengths as well as the struggles that they go through about the story yes and i feel like a lot of these days like because there's so many stories already out in the world we're just copying those same popular characters from those same popular stories and just control it's a control v or control I remember what's the copy and paste button control c and control control c and control v characters uh yeah and you know what like i really like to see more like you know ca- ca- types of people we don't usually see yeah in, like and like all sorts of shows because they're trying to be realistic in a sense when making characters and that's a good Thing to do but sometimes you know you need a little something new to catch your attention yeah and speaking of um uh what do you say <laughs> well anyway i was gonna say that um they have to be um, a little bit relatable so yes relatable that is an important yeah thing to add. and it can't be too relatable because you don't want to bore the audience members Yes, but at the same time, being relatable as a character can help with the viewers yeah. in the sense that they're part of the story. But uh, pushing too much into that may feel like the viewers are just, oh, it, it will have the opposite effect. Like the viewers can't connect with the story at all. Yeah. Uh, I think another problem, I think another problem Netflix has when making originals is just advertising in general yeah i know when i like i'm i know when i'm like scrolling through what's supposed to be added onto netflix and like the trailers are interesting enough but i feel like i'm not actually getting the plot line it's very confusing but like there's other problems too like do you remember bridgerton mm-hmm. like i remember enjoying bridgerton more than i expected but the thing is is that when I watched the trailer, it it hinted at LGBTQ inclusion, right? But during the actual show, the LGBTQ plus representation is barely shown for an episode or two. And it doesn't really impact the story that much in any way since it happens to a side character. Yeah, yeah. And so this is an example of queer baiting. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it was definitely done to draw viewers in expecting LGBTQ plus representation. And if better advertising was done, I'm sure that would like draw people into Netflix originals that are often overlooked. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, also, I have suspenseful. It can be obviously too suspenseful because then that can be maybe a little too much for audience members but you you want to um you need to consider the genre yes that is true but uh, if i finish an episode i want to be thinking about it for a while you know what's gonna happen can't wait for next week's episode you know yeah but you know what every once in a while i do like an episode where like everything just works out and like oh that was such a nice episode it's like a comfort episode you go back to when you're binging it yeah uh something else that i think a a problem netflix has in making 
originals is that they're making too many originals. Yes, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, it's this whole joke everyone makes about Netflix, right? That Netflix will okay anything. And yeah. I, and it's because of that's a real hit or miss situation. I think that they keep, you know, pumping out originals, but there are so many shows that people like that people probably wish would be included in Netflix, but they're not. And well, the problem that comes from this is that Netflix is in so much debt because of all the shows they're putting out. And because of that, because of that lack of money, they're canceling the actual good Netflix shows. Yeah. And but Netflix seem to get this problem and is just like just pouring more money in. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking over my notes, right? And and I, I understand if a production can't can't continue on with a show right because like lack of funds or so forth but like at least have the decency to not leave it incomplete yeah even if it's like a terrible ending like it's better than a cliffhanger yeah better than to end off with a cliffhanger and like leave people completely confused about what's supposed to happen yeah and I also have the plot needs to flow nicely and kind of all fit together like a puzzle. So I think that um, as an example of this is uh, Riverdale. There's just oh, way yeah. too much going on in Riverdale. You know, just way too much. I can't even... Anyway. <laughs> but, I mean, it, they just... Um... Another thing that I have is the characters' personalities um, have to be fluent throughout the whole story. And they can't change um, in accordance to... The story and you can't change the character's personality to fit the story and i think that's what riverdale does is it changes their personalities through each event that happens and it's just too much i mean it's a different story if it's about character development right yeah but if their personalities are just getting switched around then i see the problem there. yes and you know what i see your point like i feel like like what's happened so often is that when a tv show comes around the first season is usually strong right but then by the second season comes around like the characters sort of lose all their meaning. Yeah. Right? Like, they're just, it's either becoming repetitive or just major changes come into light that don't seem necessary at all. And it really takes you out of the story. Like, you're just missing season one. But of course, there's a limit to how many times you can rewatch it, right? Yeah. Uh, I think, okay. Uh, and the thing is, I think the reason why so many Netflix shows can end up being so bad is because Netflix will pay for the productions of these shows, right? But they will not give any, they will give so much creative control to the directors and the writers, which is a good thing, of course, it's like a director's dream. But like, because of that, it's just some of the content on Netflix is just really wild. And you're wondering, yeah. how did they ever thought it was okay to okay this? <laughs> and, yeah. and yet sometimes creativity and artistic and artistic choices are good for a show. But like at some point, like it doesn't seem artistic. It just seems wild. Yeah. And maybe and Netflix, Netflix as a show platform don't you think they should like step in once in a while check yes. over the content they're actually like agreeing to put on their platform and think to themselves would people like this <laughs> do i like this yeah um so also 
it can't be too predictable because that would be really boring if you know exactly what's gonna happen you know going back to bridgerton i think yeah. that's what i mean like you could you probably figured out the entire plot by the that is true i i did really like that <laughs> i mean like yes it was a little hard for me to figure out who lady whistledown was but as episodes went on it was like really obvious right? wait which one is that oh it's been a while is that the girl with the red hair yes sure and that's really shocking i think i did not expect you that did not all. expect uh-huh. that i mean like spoiler alert by the way <laughs> uh so i think it was pretty obvious though like you know that one at that i forget what episode it is but the episode when the pregnancy is revealed i mean like at that point it's pretty obvious right because like who else knew about the pregnancy except those within the family and like penelope that's her name right yeah. I, it's been a long it seems like, like i don't I, oh man if i'm wrong about that it's gonna be so embarrassing i hardly remember that. uh then like and like and like the pregnancy is revealed after penelope is like tragically like rejected not by the one she loves but like by the one she loves is planning on marrying you know and and you sort of start to connect the dots from that point i don't know maybe it's just me yeah i think we learned a little off topic here uh anyways i think i think just i think the best thing that netflix could do at this point to get better quality originals is just quantity control yeah (laughs) Holding back a little. Yeah. You guys are in so much debt, and you're and you're still spending, and I I don't understand it. Like you get basic economics, right? You lose <laughs> money when you spend it. <laughs> that's just that's just common sense here. Yeah. Uh, so I think we're reaching to the end of this segment. Yeah. So, uh, Goodbye, everyone. I hope you enjoy this episode of To Be Continued, and see you next time. Bye. Bye.